0: Big Jane, this is your pal and favorite president, let's be honest. Donald Trump calling to wish you and the queen of the forest, or jungle, or whatever it is you call it, just a tremendous and merry Christmas. I'd have Melanie on to wish you a merry Christmas as well. But it hasn't worked out so well the last few calls. And, you know, I like to keep her from talking. You understand, of course. Beautiful Christmas when you think about it. So many people that are coming up to me, and these people that are telling me you made off so well with the big fraud giveaway. Tremendous work. I really have to admit that even I'm a bit surprised. A little bit surprised, got to be honest. So honest about that. Which is why on this wonderful Christmas day, I'm calling my biggest supporters like you for money. We need so much of it to stop the assault and the great witch hunt from the House Unselect Committee. What a wonderful Christmas present they're giving me when you think about it. And I'm going to get it right back. That's why we need such wonderful donors like you. And you can use that big fraud giveaway money for such a wonderful cause. Send it to me and I promise you, you'll love what I can accomplish with it. We need... So much money, tens of thousands, billions, millions, you name it, we need it, to target these great witch hunts and expose these unpatriotic morons for the retax that they are. And thank you so much. Thank you so much, Big Frog. We really gotta get you and the Queen of the Woods or Wasteland or whatever down here. We really gotta get you guys down here to Maralago. To play golf with me on my beautiful course. I don't, I don't know, Eric. Did you buy one of the NFTs? I can't remember. I've had uh, professional PGA players come here and come and what a wonderful course that I had. And these are players, Eric, they played all over the world. All over the world. Let that sink in. Merry Christmas and we look so forward.
1: I feel like I haven't done this in like forever, but it's like the same amount of time as always. Just took the weekend off. Uh, Welcome. Welcome. So glad you are here to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Checking it out. (coughs) Gauf! Uh, Of course, from the the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. And uh, we start once again with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you to the president, Mr. Former President, for joining me on the show so early with that beautiful recorded message. Beautiful recorded message. Get you down the queen of the jungle or whatever you call her. Gauf. We'll play golf. Uh Yeah. So as we get started once again, it is, of course, the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. I hope you've had a wonderful Christmas and, and, and I, you know, everybody says that, but I can, you know, there are people right now who could very well have had a shitty Christmas, like something bad happened. And I feel bad for you. I really do. I hope it wasn't anything like, uh, you know somebody fell into a wood chipper or something like that but i mean my god uh, there a ton of people freaking died over this past weekend now think about that there was uh i think we're over 40 people in the US who have died because of this ridiculously powerful snowstorm that just came ripping through and it did not let down in terms of magnitude i shouldn't say let down here you know you really can't open up with Hey, yeah, people died. The storm didn't let us down. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. So what I meant was, uh, you know, they expected this thing to be uh, really, really powerful. And then they, they told you all to stay, um, you know, off the roads. And uh, I haven't left the house since the great food giveaway. Right on cue. And we talked about this Friday. Uh, right on cue when that great food giveaway started. It started snowing. Just a little bit at first and then as minutes passed more and more and then we're off and running and then the winds picked up, blizzard, snowy, blowy, my God. But uh, yeah, there's there's people who are like, holy shit, oh my God, something terrible just happened and then now they have to contend with that for the rest of their frigging lives. God, that that just sounds terrible. That's a horrible way to start the show. Uh, let, me, let me turn the tide here. Christmas is today for your old pal, Eric Zane. That's right. We haven't done shit. The weekend was like any other weekend, except every several hours, I'd have to go out and plow snow. And by the way, uh, I think that frickin' uh, snowblower needs some work, because uh, it's not supposed to, it's the, it's the type that has those things that spin in the front, they're like uh, augers or whatever. It's called a two stage. And then that sends it up to this other thing that spins around in there and then shoots the snow out. Well, you know, the motor on this thing is like the size of like a Chevy Camaro. And so when you, uh, uh, are are going through the snow, it's not supposed to just barely come out of the chute, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? And then it was making the noise that you, you know, like when you ever had a car that like a belt was starting to slip on it, it would make that high pitch noise. I think there's a belt somewhere in the mechanism of the damn thing. That's loose, which cause it's causing, um, you know, the thing to not have the power that it should have because it's making the damn noise. And it's just, it's just shitty. And then, um, a couple of times it just fucking stopped. It just stopped doing what it's supposed to do. And it's like barely, I'm, there's a certain portion, it would like get clogged with snow because the thing isn't shooting it out. So I'm like, oh, great, wonderful time for the fucking uh, uh, snowblower to go kaput. So then in order to do this, I had to, um, okay, the thing is designed to be, you, you put it through You know, uh, as wide as the snowblower will take. And then it's supposed to just chew it up and spit it out. But no, not mine. So I have to kind of like shave off two inches of this foot and a half of snow in order to get through it. And it took for fucking ever. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, well, fuck it. I'll just do it by hand. And about three uh, shovelfuls, I said, this is ridiculous. I can't do this. I'm going to be one of the fatalities from this winter storm if I keep this up. Forget it. Um, but that's pretty much all I did this weekend because everyone is gone. It's just me and the queen of the forest and, uh, uh, the NFK. And so I'm like, well, you know, when are we going to have our little Christmas here? Our little Christmas celebration. And then, uh, she goes, um, well, we don't know. I go, well, what do you mean? She goes, everyone's schedules all jacked. I go, okay, well. We definitely have to do this at some point. So then they narrow it down to today. But like I think it was supposed to be like late in the day or early in the day. I don't know. I think this is happening. I'm not even sure when this is happening. When we sit around and um you know, open up our presents and have a meal and it's been changed so many times on me on me that I don't I really don't remember what we're doing today this podcast is about the only thing that i'm prepared for hello yeah. hey uh merry christmas
2: yeah merry day after christmas
1: i know it we have. i was just discussing with the audience how we have not yet had christmas correct now no, that's
2: what happens when adult yeah. children
1: adult children yeah they you know so Jackie is up at uh was up north with uh with her husband.
2: I can hear Daisy,
1: yeah, I know the audience can't though the mic is uh. <laughs> so yeah. okay, does that mean that we get the next holiday? I mean, what's the protocol with this
2: so next year Christmas they'll be here
1: okay, so now Those we were years. They, they went up there like Thursday.
2: Yeah.
1: Now when we were young,
2: to the storm.
1: We would see everybody in the same day.:
2: Well, that's because everybody lived in the same area.
1: Well, I know, but why can't they, would they had the storm not been here? Would they have celebrated Christmas Eve with us and you know what I mean? No. No? no. So you, you basically you, you just lose the there holiday. up
2: there for just one day. I mean it's kind
1: of far to go up there for just one day. All right. So that means um let's see. I'm 52 right now. Let's just say I live to 82. That means I get 15 more Christmas. Okay. That's it. And then I that I get 15 more Christmases. And that and and that's okay. Let's just say that they don't have kids for another 5 years that means i get about 13 christmases with my grandkids hmm. that's a bunch of shit well if
2: that's how you want to think about it
1: well it is it, how it's,
2: do you think they feel up there they probably feel the same way
1: well they shouldn't they should uh, uh, uh you know one day they should go there and then the next day come here
2: well maybe one day but that's a lot of traveling i wouldn't want to do that
1: well that's what you got to do well we did it
2: no, we did not. We would come down for the weekend, and one day we'd go to your mom's, and then next day we'd get my dad's. We
1: didn't do. That's didn't. little, little different, but not that much.
2: You no, know, it is different. We were here for the whole time. They didn't. It's not like they're going to travel three hours up north and then come back.
1: All right. What is uh, what is the plan today? We we so, is the I thought it was. Is it early in the day or is it late in the day? I forget now.
2: Later in the day, because Maddie has to work till four or three thirty, three thirty or four. So, I told, so Jack and Justin will be here, I don't know, probably around four. And then Jimmy and family will be here around five, I think. So, we'll either eat and then open presents or open presents then eat.
1: All right. Now, we have to get to Meyer to get the rest of the dinner, do we not?
2: Yeah, I'm getting getting ready to do that. I have a couple of things I need to get anyway.
1: Well, what are we having to go along with this ham? (laughs) What the hell was that? <laughs> what was that noise? It sounded like uh, you were uh, playing poker and the chips were sliding across the table.
2: I took a drink of my coffee.
1: Oh my god! This person here is a new person. It says, did she just hit a bong? Are you smoking pot?
2: <laughs> I took a sip of my coffee. <laughs> um, you you drank it. Thinking-
1: it's very loud.
2: I was thinking um, cheesy potatoes and asparagus and rolls. All right. But uh, what you call it has been hard to come by. Uh, Asparagus? No, shredded potatoes or uh, hash browns have been hard to come by.
1: Well, I can make a homemade scalloped potatoes recipe.
2: No, nobody likes scalloped potatoes. Cheesy potatoes is the way to go.
1: Wait a minute. No one likes scal potatoes. What are you talking about?
2: Uh, I do, but Maddie doesn't. Jackie doesn't.
1: What is wrong with these people?
2: I don't know. They're dumb. Okay. So, yeah, so I have to run to a couple places, so I will pick that stuff up. Because I couldn't do my errands on Friday because, you know, they were snowed in.
1: Oh, yeah. It was no joke. No, no. joke, the snow.
2: Terrible. I saw on um, the news thing that we got at well, Grand Rapids. I don't know about us, but Grand Rapids got a total of twenty two and a half inches.
1: <clears throat> we definitely got more than that. So we had
2: to, we had to have gotten more, I think.
1: Just thirteen miles to the west. It's remarkable how much more how much that can affect things. All right.
2: Although I think although I think Holland got less than Grand Rapids, which is weird.
1: Strange. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
2: And then Grand Haven got as much as Grand Rapids
1: did. I don't know. All right. All right. Okay. I will talk to you. And uh, I look forward to opening up Chris's presents.
2: Me too. So a question. Do you have any idea of any of the presents we got the kids?
1: I do not have any idea what we got the kids. (laughs) None. Not a bit.
2: when they open it up you'll be surprised as they will yeah well that's kind of
1: the fun of it that's kind of the fun of it because they always say thanks mom thanks dad i'm like yep that's what i picked out
2: (laughs) yeah
1: okay okay all right i'll talk to you later okay bye see See you bye uh she's wrapping all these presents over the weekend and uh she makes her way into this little wrapping room that we have, and there's shit everywhere, and this pile of things that she buy that we bought all these people. And uh, she goes, "You know, you know, I could get, I could use some help in wrapping these." And I said, "Oh yeah." I go, "Well, I could have used some help uh, plowing snow three times for probably four hours of my weekend on this with this uh, malfunctioning snow blower." I could have used some help with that, too. She goes, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. And I go, you're damn right. I'm right. The, um, we, on this deck off of the back, um, not only did the however much snow we got um, on there, but the, below that, there was another layer of snow that had accumulated from the most storm prior to this one. So there was about four feet of snow on this fucking deck. And she goes, "That's it. I don't want it to collapse." You got. I go. You know. You're right. Uh, So I had to move four feet of snow off of this deck. What a pain in the ass that was. Shit. Oh my god. All right. So we have Christmas today. As I indicated, have not left uh, the house since the storm. Uh, they actually said on TV, don't leave. Now, I was tempted to do because the ADHD, I was like, I, I want to go and just kind of uh, drive around. But they said, no, don't do it uh, because there's, you know, the plows are everywhere and it's dangerous. So don't do that. But at some point yesterday, I'm like, you know what? my um, I have been struggling mentally the past week. And um, Lara in New Jersey made this very clear to me. When I hurt my foot, when I almost cut my foot off with the chainsaw, she said, Eric Zane, look, hey, your foot, yeah, you're, you're not going to be able to get your exercise. It's going to hurt your mentals. And I'm like, what? And she goes, oh, yeah, that that's what happens to you, Eric Zane. You got to be careful. You don't fly off the handle. Well, watch out your mentals. And she was right because I think I lost it or some shit. I think I probably yelled at Kenny at some point during that week. Um, and so I have been feeling like, fuck, like the, the stupidest shit has been getting me down big time. Um, anxiety attacks. Every time I lay down, uh, they always tend to crop up right when I'm laying in bed. I worry about the stupidest shit. And, uh, so yesterday I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and I'm going to run. I'm not going to run fast, but I'm going to run. I haven't I haven't ran in a while. I've got a half marathon coming up. I don't even know how far I can go. I don't know if I'm going to finish a damn thing. But I'm going up. And I, and I did it right when the sun set. So it's pitch black. Snow everywhere. And uh, there I am. I'll suit it up with my little headlamp on. I'll lit up like a freaking Christmas tree. Um, and off I go. And uh, I'm feeling it today because I, I ran for like seven fucking miles. And I probably shouldn't have run that much. I don't think I'm, I'm ready for that. But, man, I am, uh, I'm achy and sore today. In fact, if I have to get up to take a leak, you will see. Getting up is a struggle and moving is not easy. Okay? I should not have done that. I should have, I should have ran like a mile. But I'm like, okay, I've got, let's see. When is this half marathon happening? This is how you do a crash course in half marathon training. It's the twenty-sixth, Monday the twenty-sixth. I have a week and one, two, three, four. Um five days. January seventh at Disney. Saturday, January seventh. A week and five days. So this is what I'm doing. I ran seven miles. On December 25, I'm not going to run today. On the 27th, I'll run eight. Not going to run the 28th. The 29th, I'll run nine. New Year's Eve, I'll run 10. So I'm doing run with a mile longer each time I run with a day off in between. New Year's Day, no running. Monday, January 2, I'll run 11. January 3, no running. January 4, I'll run 12. Travel January 5. Don't run January 6, so two days, no running. And then Saturday, I'll run 13. That is my plan. Whether that works or not, I don't know. It depends on my health and how I feel. Something's got to give here. Now, on this run uh, at Disney, it's the AT Children's Project Disney Half Marathon. Um, Every time I've ran this, I've been like, gung-ho, ready to kick ass, you know? Run as hard as I fucking can. Not this year. No, no, no. It's a uh, just get through it gotta gotta pace myself here gotta gotta take what my body's going to give me and that ain't much so being that uh i'm not really going to a point where like i'm huffing and puffing and running 7 minute miles no no i'm hoping for more 10 11 minute miles all along the uh route there's um like one, mile 1 the characters from Aladdin are there and you can like get your picture taken with them. Mile two, it's Pinocchio, you know? And I oftentimes when I would uh, run this thing, I'd see everybody stopping and getting their pictures taken. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What are we here for? Get your ass on the court. Well, that's going to be me this year. I am, I am, you can look forward to that. I'm going to take photos with all of these great characters And then post them. At the end of this race, there's a gospel choir. Okay? About 60 people, a gospel choir singing uh, with about a tenth of a mile to go. Now, everyone knows that the only way to have a decent gospel choir is to have black people. And they did this. They went ahead and they petitioned the local blacks. And they said, we need a gospel choir. And every year, they have a gospel choir there. Because it's like, hallelujah, I finished the race. And so, I am going to get footage of me with the gospel choir. Something I've been meaning to do for more than a decade. I think I started running this race in um, 009. I'm looking forward to that and you will be able to see that that is January 7. All right. Uh, part of the, I, I, so I, I took off running and I, I feel so much better because all I need to do to help my mentals, according to what Laura said, is go get some exercise. So I was just so glad I did it. And, uh, I tell you what though, this was not the safest thing. Well, it is because there's hardly any traffic. And, uh if there's a car coming towards me you know I am I can see it a mile away when i'm and i'm all lit up it's impossible to miss me so um and by the way you're always supposed to run against traffic in case they do swerve into you you can you give you a fighting chance to get out of the way so i'm running and I'm uh okay so the the white line the edge of the lane where you can't see it obviously but uh You know, you can see where the cars go and off to the side is is the shoulder. And I am way on the shoulder, lit up like you wouldn't believe. Despite that, despite that, motorists who shouldn't be out there anyway, they see me, are fucking honking at me as we pass each other. It's like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? Are you trying to give me a lecture with your fucking horn? actually there was two people that honked the first one I know he was an aggressive asshole because he was right on the bumper of the guy in front of him and it's like the roads are solid ice and this dick gets as he passes me and then as soon as he passes me he then passes the car in front of him I'm like holy shit Now, it's like, come on, karma, please spin out, please spin out. Didn't. Next guy sees me, and he gives me the peep, peep. There's a real difference between laying on the horn in in terms of the message you want to send and peep, 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 peep. That one, I think, was a, hey, good job, Merry Christmas, peep. While the, was fuck you. What the fuck are you doing? Asshole. God fucking people. I may have overreacted. On the generator purchase. This was, I swear to God, this was part of my anxiety. When my mentals were starting to leave me prior to going running. As you know, I got freaked out because everybody was like, we might lose power here. We might lose power here in uh, West Michigan because of this storm. We might lose power. I'm like, oh fuck, we can't lose power. Oh my god. And we didn't. Uh, no one did. I think in the community of uh, Benton Harlem, it, uh, there was a, there was a power outage and like five people lost power. And it was back on like 30 minutes later. We didn't. Nobody lost power. Still, that didn't stop me. On Thursday, when I talked to you about how before the great food giveaway, I bought this damn generator. Uh, Brought it home. It's still in the back of the truck. And I, I do this. I get buyer's remorse. Now, these things are not cheap. And so I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have bought this. Come on, man. And I'm like freaking out because I spent the money on it. I'm telling you, I do this all the time. It's all about money with me. So I'm like freaking out, laying in bed. I go, that's it. I'm returning this thing. I'm taking it back. You can't. You cannot take it back. They have a rule. I don't know who they are. And I don't know if it's everywhere. But I guess if you put gas in the thing... They cannot take it back. I think that's a horrible rule. I mean, you're going to sell it anyway, right? But I actually went on the return policy, Ace Hardware return policy. And it says uh, that exact thing. You cannot take it back. Like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I know, I know what my problem is. It's I kept thinking of Laura. Lara. I'm telling you, you're gonna get bogged down by simple things. It's gonna affect your mentals if you if you don't go out and exercise, Eric Zane. Trust me on this one. Stay, even if you even if you gotta do some calisthenics, maybe a little Jack Lalanne, chase the dogs, go out and shovel the snow manually. Maybe that'll get you to help you with your mentals. Um. So this all kind of was swirling around in my brain for most of the weekend. I kept thinking about this fucking generator sitting in the back of my truck. I'm like, but you just fucking relax? It's okay. And then with me, the day goes, it affects me throughout the day. And then I go to bed. I can't sleep. I finally fall asleep. I wake up and that's fine. And then by the end of the day, I'm tired again. Same fucking thing. Uh, I talk with uh, Nick, the electrician, and uh, this has potential for um for something fantastic and not so fantastic but he says to me you got to um well, we had talked about taking this generator and wiring it into my furnace now when i bought the damn generator i bought these two portable heaters and i thought what the fuck cuz the portable heaters each one eats 1500 of the 3000 watts that it puts out I think that's the term, watts, volts, watts, whatever. So that means that generator can only run like two of these heaters. I'm like, this doesn't seem right. And Nick goes, no, 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 you dummy. You got to fucking wire uh, the uh, furnace to your generator. I'm like, what? I go, how the hell is it going to do that? He goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "Well, I mean that's a that's a big apparatus." And he goes, no, nah, you'd be surprised. The fucking furnace hardly uses any power at all. It's just a fan, and it's just calling for the gas to turn on, spark lights it up, and that's it. The uh, the power of the electronics. It's not nearly as much energy needed as a as a fucking space heater." I go, "Holy shit!" So you know what he did? He sent me a video, a YouTube video. And He goes. This is what you do Um, about hooking up the furnace to the generator. Now, when I watch this thing, it looks super simple. It really did. And I'm tempted. In In a lot of ways, I can't wait for one day the power to go out. I think I'm supposed to actually have this down, though. Before the power goes out. So I think I should experiment with how this works. It's literally... um, You take the white... Okay, if I remember... There's the power coming in... To this switch with a silver cube on it... On the fucking furnace. So from the power... From the actual power incoming to the house... uh, a, A white wire and a black wire connects and then from the furnace same thing white and black to this same switch okay so the power you shut the power off in the fucking thing and then you you uh take these off this black wire and the white wire that goes to the furnace and then you have a cord all right and inside of the cord is three wires black white ground You just black to black. Uh, uh, What are those twisty things you put on the fucking uh, wires, you know? Twisty, twisty. And then uh, electrical, electrical tape around it. Same thing with the white wire. And then you take the green one and you connect it to a piece of metal, like a screw, and you screw that fucker down. And then the other end is uh, what you plug the generator into. So the generator's running outside. You bring in the fucking orange cord, pluggy, pluggy. You wait. Furnace starts calling for heat lights up. Fucking great. Yes. And then in the video, they even show you how to reverse it, which is the same fucking thing. Just opposite in order. So I like, this is easy. I can do this. So then I'm talking to my, uh, brother. And he says, um, Hey, I'm telling him about this because don't do it. You're going to burn your fucking house down. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. I go, well, I mean, I've never done it, but I have eyes and I have ears and I can see what the fuck is going on. Would it make you feel better if I invite Nick over Nick? I want to do this in front of you. Will you kind of like be my eyes and ears Oh, they're called wire nuts. Fuck. Here I am, something as important as this, and I don't even know that they're called wire nuts. (coughs) All right. Anyway. Talking about Good things and bad things happening over the holiday weekend. Maureen says, my friend got rear-ended on I-75 yesterday, pushed them into the median, totaled the truck, and the other driver left the scene. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Nick adds, the best is to get one of those transfer boxes I sent you. Me or Joe could install it in 10 minutes. Then it's always ready. All right. Come on over. You know what? I'll buy the transfer box. And then you you would want to install that. I don't do that one, right? That's something you do. Because when I saw it, I went, okay, that looks great. But I don't know if I want to touch that. You're hired. You are fucking hired, Nick. Come on over like you did last time. Nick came over and helped. I forget what was going on. It was something with the lights in my kitchen. And he showed up like a boss and fucking took care of that shit. Yes. Okay. Put me on the schedule, Nick. I love that we have um, key people in the various trades that I can call upon. I had a plumber. I had a plumber. But it was, um, God, the fuck is his name? Chris. Chris Bruinsma. But he went to the dark side. And uh, joined the Zaniacs. So they're busy sucking each other off. So he's out. I banned him. I said, fuck it. You're gone too. I don't want anything to do with you. So I'm going to need a plumber. If anybody's a plumber, I need a plumber on call. I got the HVAC guy. I got the electrician. Uh, all I need now is the pl- a new plumber. All right. I had to move over in case Stevie's watching. She wants to see O'Neill. By the way, thanks again to everybody who came out to the great food giveaway to help out. You guys were awesome. If you helped out um, by uh, with the donation, thank you. If you didn't, don't feel bad about that. Please don't. I'm just so excited that we got all of that done. Holy shit. Nick says he's a great plumber, too. He just doesn't tell people. All right, you're hired for that, then. Oh, my God. All right. Hey, um... That is going to do it for the folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm about to kick you out. If you want the rest of the show as it happens live, um, you have to go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. You can also get the um, on-demand recorded audio version. As soon as I get done with this, I post it, make it available wherever you download shows. If the podcasting platform that you listen to this show on... Has gives you the option to review the show. I would appreciate five stars and uh, a comment. Uh, not that I want you to. There's actually a reason for it. Uh, when you uh, when you uh, review the show, when you rate it, it all helps visibility. So please do that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Send me an email on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, Eric at EricZaneShow.com, to correspond with me directly. As we say goodbye. To those folks facebook and twitter brought to you by uh my friends at irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev twitter brought to you by blue frost it youtube brought to you by frank fuss my policy shop insurance okay football okay uh, the lions as you know they started out the year uh, they, they lost their first game. Then they won their second game. They're one and one. They're like, all right, they're coming around. You know, they beat the uh, Commanders, and then they lose five in a row. They go to one and six. And then they they go crazy, and they, they go six and one. Okay? The only loss was that uh, Thanksgiving Buffalo game, which they were in that to the finish. So uh, everybody's got lion fever. And then it all came crashing down. This weekend, because they were a big fucking pile of shit. Oh, my God. Um, now, if this is just an isolated thing, no big deal. But if this leads to uh, uh, terrible things for the rest of the year at home against Chicago and on the road at Green Bay, ah, uh, fuck. Let's hope not. But uh, the Lions go into that game against Carolina at 7-7. Seven and seven. And here's the thing, they're trailing, they're trailing uh, uh, Seattle, Washington and New York, the Giants. And uh, all three of those teams fucked it up over the weekend. They all lost. If the Lions had won against Carolina, they would right now be the uh, top team of the shitty teams that would get into the playoffs. The top, but they fucked it up. They lost horribly. And um I started watching that game and then I had to shut it off because my superstition took over. I was like, "Oh boy, you're the reason why cuz you're watching, you shouldn't be watching this game." And the second the opening drive for Carolina, I knew it was not our day. Because they would like hand the ball off and the guy would run for like 30 yards. And like the Lions are like not even trying to tackle him. It was so shitty. Oh my God. And uh so that was that was it. Even though the Lions they came back on their um on their possession and they um I think it was their possession, but it was it was seven to seven at one point, and then the Lions got the ball and they drove all the way down to like the Carolina six yard line. And this right here was a turning point. This was when the game was officially over because Something fucking happened and the Lions fumbled the ball and they lost it in the red zone. I was like, oh, no. Now this is, this is the big one right here. At that point, the game was over. Fuck them. Nope. Not watching this shit. I got better things to do with my time, like shoveling snow and having an anxiety attack and not taking care of my mentals. So that was awful. But like I indicated to you, all these other teams lost too. So, God, I got to take a look. I had it off the top of my head. And how about the fucking Packers? The Packers are so back in it. Oh, my God. If you, uh, this is terrible. Hold on. We can't have that. Where is my okay NFL playoff picture? Look at this. This is ridiculous. Okay, we don't care about the AFC. We just like uh, the NFC. That's all we're focusing on here. Eagles clinched. Vikings clinched. Did you see the Vikings? Some guy, their kicker, I don't know who he is, Fouad Revez, whatever, kicked a 61-yard field goal to beat the Giants. That was incredible. 49ers, they're great. They beat the shit out of the Commanders. So the Giants, they lost to the Vikes. Commanders lose to the 49ers. The Cowboys are in. They clinch the playoffs. Uh I think the Cowboys, did they beat the Eagles? Anyway, last night the Buccaneers win. Uh there was a play from that I have to show you. It was a last second field goal. Somehow the Bucs are seven and eight. They're in first place in the NFC South at seven and eight. That's disgusting. Um, these are the teams that the lions trail. Uh, these are all teams that are in the hunt giants and Washington eight and six, seven and seven, eight, six and one and seven, seven and one had the lions won, They'd be eight and seven. My God. And they'd be ahead of these teams because they beat the giants and the Washington, uh, commanders. Seattle, they're 7-8 now, but they got the tiebreaker over the Lions because they beat the Lions earlier in the year. Lions are at 7-8, and eight, and look at this, the fucking Packers, shit! 7-8. and eight. You know what this is going to come down to? I can promise you. It's going to come down to uh, the winner of the Packers, Lions, gets in. And then we're going to lose in Green Bay. That's what's going to happen. And then we'll have everyone saying same old lions, and being dicks. And I can't quite get behind same old lions yet. Okay, when you when you get to six and one after starting one and six, and then you and then you lose one. Okay, it happens. You know they're playing on the road in uh, in Charlotte. Charlotte's not terrible. They're improved, but I don't know. The Lions suddenly forgot how to tackle. It was fucking terrible. Son of a bitch. There was an awful injury yesterday in uh in the night game. Uh the Bucs and the Cardinals. Here it is. That's the that's the image. Um see his knee there? His kneecap has like fallen off or some shit. It was the weirdest looking play. The sky offensive lineman, Josh Wells. um, He was just kind of blocking this guy here. And then all of a sudden he goes down and I think his kneecap shot out of his asshole. I thought I had an image. I thought I had like uh, actual, a actual clip. To give their very best wishes yeah he, here's the replay and th- this is not bad okay in this uh in this clip right here that I'm about to show you it's not anything uh uh like sideways leg falling off that we see so many times audio check video check here it is
3: is to veteran Wells with in Jacksonville it like
1: he had injured his right knee on a before. Oh! Up into. It, it, you you can see his knee. It just looks weird. There's there's supposed to be okay. Right now he still has his kneecap at this point because you can see there's his kneecap. Right there when he steps, right there, his kneecap is now in his pants because it just flew out of his asshole. His right knee on a plate. oh god look at that that is fucked Before, like, oh it's all flat it's like someone hit his knee with a fried pan blocking, up into. oh jesus he was laying there in pain tom brady probably got in his face and started screaming at him through a fucking uh, ipad at his face and tell get up you big pussy Ryan says kneecap shot out of his asshole. No one describes injuries better than Eric Zane. Oh, come on. That's easy. T-dub 7190 making uh, his or her presence known with new to the comments. Says I'm, uh, I'm in several comments on the show. Thank you. I'm glad Dallas beat the Philly scumbags. Well, I don't know about that. Philadelphia is fucking great. FBHW sucks. 69 says Lions still in it, but Green Bay gonna destroy them in the last week to get in the playoffs. Um and then concerning the knee injury, nope, I'm out. LOL Uh, side note to our fantasy football league. I'm pretty sure that in the semifinals, Linda is uh, is going to advance to the finals. She took on Aram in the semifinals. And I, according to her, uh, unless Aram's wide receiver scores 50 points tonight, I'm in the fantasy league championship. Well, yeah, if the guy has a game of his life, then perhaps, but um, you know what? You uh, you kind of called your shot. You were quite boastful to start the uh, fantasy league, so that's actually impressive. Um, and I think you you took on. You're not taking on Chris, the guy who's the commissioner. Maybe you're taking on Chris. I don't know who the hell is in the finals in our league, and I don't want to. I don't want to bother with it right now. But congrats to you. Congrats. Okay. Uh, I need to remind you that um, when the podcast day is all done on the free platform, the Patreon takes over. My gosh. Listener-supported, ad-free Patreon. dot com slash Eric Zane. Thank you so much for being part of it. I have 11 bonus episodes a week going up on the Patreon. Hours and hours of content for you especially if you're the type of person that has a lot going on as you're working and you have the ability to listen to a lot of things, you know, two hours of free podcast might not be enough. So please consider the Patreon dot com slash Eric Zane. It helps keep the lights on around here. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane sign up for five or 10 bucks a month. Five bucks a month is all the audio. 10 bucks a month is the audio, the video and the live streams, including the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast that has a live audience with us, uh, actually with us enjoying the show. That's all for you on the Patreon. Try it for one month. If uh, you're like, you know, this is uh, actually what I'm looking for. Then you can convert it to a yearly and I will knock 10% off the price of whatever tier you sign up for tier one or tier two. Tier one is, um, The audio tier two is the audio video live streams, five or 10 bucks a month for each of those. Otherwise try it for one month. And you're like, I don't even fucking watch this shit or listen to this shit. Well then cancel it. Then you're only out five or 10 bucks. No big deal. Thank you. Nevertheless. Um, thank you to Frank fuss, my policy shop insurance, as it is, as I've said from the very, very beginning, as we knock on the door of four years of doing this show four years next week, I think four years next week yeah um always always please mention my name when you call upon the sponsors when you call upon the sponsors you are supporting those that support me they bring you the free podcast no sponsors no free podcast and uh, to start it off today it is frank fuss my policy shop insurance frank is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker the very best in his field Any type of insurance that you have questions on or need, just think Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Online at mypolicyshop.com, 616-914-4070. Frank Fuss. Um, If you need insurance through the marketplace, maybe your employer doesn't offer insurance, maybe you're self-employed, or perhaps... You're in between jobs. 616-914-4070. Perhaps you were exposed and the world find found out that you beat chicks and your boss decided that you have to take you have to resign. Okay? Perhaps you work for, I don't know, hypothetically, a morning radio show, and you lied to everybody. And then they all found out that you beat up chicks.
3: The Eric Zane Show podcast would like to remind you that this is a work of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of Eric Zane's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental.
1: Thank you. Anyway, sign up for uh, healthcare.gov with the help of Frank Fuss. Frank will help you every step of the way. 616-914-4070. If you sign up now, your insurance will kick in February 1. So don't get hurt between now and then. Okay. Uh, Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A. HondaGranville.com. Thank you to them. If you are in the market for a brand new vehicle, the way you do it these days is you go, you test drive, and then, uh, well, that's at Sarah Honda Granville. They have plenty of vehicles for you to test drive, but you're not going to go home that day with the car. Not gonna happen. You gotta go in, figure out the financing, or pay cash, whatever, up to you. Uh, figure out what you want on the vehicle. I suggest spending the money on the custom floor mats. And then a couple of weeks later, your vehicle shows up custom made. They prep it, they fuel it, put your new floor mats in, and off you go. Brian Miller is the guy I work with whenever I record videos at Sarah Honda Granville. He's a terrific sales associate. Thad Bond. <laughs> thad t-h-a-d thad bond say hi to thad his office is in the back in the used car center his little desk there go say hi to eric zane sent me please make it a point whenever you deal with my sponsors to seek people out and say eric zane from the eric zane show podcast sent me he's the reason i'm here Uh, if you want to take home a car today they have michigan's largest by far Selection of certified pre-owned vehicles on the lot now. These are like new, under warranty. Go there, get one. Sarah Honda Granville, online at sarahundagranville.com. I suggest going to the actual dealership because the inventory is constantly changing on the website. So drop by, say hello. They're on Kenowa Avenue, just north of 44th Street, next to the Cracker Barrel in Granville, Michigan. All right, I got to talk about this one, and they got, they got to, I got to go tinkle. I can't even talk. I sound like I'm drunk. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health. Um, if you have a lot of sex with a lot of partners, boy, what a thing to bring up. Now, the folks at the Kent County Health Department, they kind of shy away from wording it like that, and I don't blame them. I mean, it's a professional organization of health care providers or health care workers who want to make sure that you're healthy and safe. So, You're not really going to see on TV, say, hey, if you like boning with numerous partners, you should come see us at the Kent County Health Department. But considering that this is the Eric Zane Show podcast, that's how I get the message across. I'm not even kidding about this. It sounds ridiculous. But if you are in the spot where you're single and ready to mingle, you probably should get tested for HIV. Why? Because this is still a thing. Okay, and this could kill you for God's sake. And you don't want to forget about ever having sex again. You want to be able to have sex and you want to stay alive. So if you have a lot of partners, and that's what some people do. No judging from me. Okay, that's the way it is nowadays. Okay, hell, all the area priests have numerous partners these days. You need to get tested. And then once you find out that you are negative, and you more than likely will, there's medicines that you can take under the advisement of the health department that can prevent you from actually getting HIV if you're exposed to it. That's like a thing. 95% effective if you unfortunately would be diagnosed with HIV. First of all, they give you a second test. Okay, yeah, there's HIV in your blood but there's help on the way. Thank God you discovered it because nowadays there's plenty of medicines that can keep the HIV level undetectable in your body, which means it does not harm your immune system. It means it does not hurt those close to you. If you decide to continue porking and then uh, everybody is safe. The point is you have to get tested. Go to accesscantcom health and click personal health services or just call. And seriously, if you go into the health department, it's a, it's like a finger prick of blood. They're going to take you into a little uh, clinic setting room off the uh, beaten path. Take a little pin prick of blood and determine if you have HIV in your system. It's that simple. Okay? Find out. Accesskent.com slash health. Don't go anywhere. Your old pal Eric Zane has to go tinkle. I got super disgusted with myself yesterday. And uh I was looking at my fat gut. I was like, "Fuck, this is gross. There's knots, there's more knots than ever on my belly. I've got to get rid of these." So I am 14 hours into a eating better phase. Now I'm probably gonna fuck this up. For me, it's the amount of sugar. It always has been. So I don't know, man. I I I'm like, uh, this is embarrassing. This is just bad. So I gotta I gotta knock this shit off. All right, let's go around the radio dial now. Um, I don't know who's actually at work. You know, it doesn't. You you don't have to um, uh, even not be there. I mean, you can you can still do a show. You can voice track a show. So I don't even know who the hell is uh, on the air today. I know that our old pals Freebird and Hotwings uh, are not on the air. They have uh, vacation time. And so they're, they've got a best of show. I, I don't know if it's, um, it's kind of weird that on their best of shows that they, um, they, they choose to play material with Joe on it. And, and, you know, best of is not best of, it's just whatever we can put out there to fill time. I mine's the same way, you know, um, but I don't know why they choose to put material with him on there amanda says they should play material with you too all right I could go with that they they absolutely should because if you were to look at the two histories uh mine isn't nearly as checkered as his anyway Oh, I need, what am I doing here? Why can I hear this? Am I doing something wrong here? Aha. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Watch your ears. All right. I don't know what that is. She sounds cute. I'm Steve Inskeep. Of all the places pounded by cold weather over the weekend, Buffalo was among the worst hit. That we're even talking about snow in Buffalo, and the national news says something because this city knows snow. When Buffalo has it bad, it is bad. New York Governor Kathy Hochul spoke on CNN of a yeah, storm that? that caused numerous deaths.
2: This will go down in history as the most devastating storm in Buffalo's uh, long story history. Wow, that's saying something.
1: One reporter who's living. I've heard about, you know, I mean, this year, I think there were days that they got four and five feet of snow at once. And I'm always like, well, this has to be the snowiest place on the planet, right? It's not. Syracuse is. Syracuse averages 125 inches a year. So, what is that? Is that twelve feet? I don't know. One twenty-five divided by twelve. It's ten point four feet. And um, the second most is Flagstaff, Arizona. I guess mountain region. I don't know. Uh, I don't even. I think Buffalo. I'm not sure what they clock in at. But you know what clocks in at seventh is Grand Rapids. About 80 inches a year. Six and a half feet. And I'm sure we are, like have that now.
0: Could brave the elements and make it to where they were going, only to come to realize there was an absolute... I was
1: doing some research about the blizzard of 1978. And that um, did hit Michigan, but it hit the East Coast massachusetts area and new england uh much worse and i I was just doing some research about this um about the bad shit that happened and um there was a lot of like flooding and shit like that to go along with um all the other catastrophes boston and providence recorded all-time highs for 24 hour uh and storm snowfall Many people were left without heat, water. 10,000 people moved into emergency shelters. There was a hockey game going on uh, in in Boston or something like that. And everybody stayed inside of the venue, sleeping in the stands and eating hot dogs. Uh, More than 100 people died from the storm. Uh, 2,500 houses were reported as seriously damaged or destroyed. Many people were killed because of fallen electrical wires. Get this. There was a kid, a 10-year-old boy named Peter Goslin of Uxbridge, Massachusetts in the blizzard of 1978. And he said to his mom and dad, I'm going out to shovel the snow, mom and dad. They said, okay, you be careful. He got stuck in a snowdrift, feet from his home's front door, and they didn't find the kid, until 20 days later. Now, I have a lot of questions there. I don't, I, I don't know how that could have happened. I, I need more details as to what happened in 1978 to Peter Gosselin of Uxbridge, Massachusetts. Disappeared in the snow, just feet from his home's front door. Was not found until three weeks later. You got to give me more of how the fuck where his parents drunk. I mean, how can you be in the house? Hey, where's Peter? He's out shoveling the snow. Well, he's been out. Let's go check on him. Are you telling me that you, you didn't, it took 20 fucking days to find the kid. I'm even, it's even acceptable. Um, For him to have died and it took a day to find him. But 20 days, that's so fucking ridiculous. How? How did you... How? I don't get it. In my opinion, his parents should have been charged. What a shit show. (laughs) Kyle writes, Hmm. Our son's been out shoveling snow for 19 days. (laughs) Our ten-year-old son. I wonder where he is. My God. All right, where were we?
3: Well, they had planes that were just stranded around the country.
1: Uh, crew work. This is the planes. Vocal Fry News Flight Show. And some pilots couldn't get through to their dispatchers uh, uh, and their schedulers. Uh, 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 and now uh, the airlines are stuck trying uh, to uh, uh, recover uh, uh, from that, trying to get
3: everybody back in place, uh, just as people project are your voice, to get where they idiot.
1: Um, do you have friends and family who know what you do for a living and ask you if they should go Bel,
3: Nebel, Marduk, Dagon, Baal,
0: Moloch, and others. These are the names of gods that were worshipped in ancient times in various cultures.
2: Now, the Old Testament does not say, oh, well, of course, these, you know, Bell and Marduk and Dagon and Bale and all these ones, they're just the ones you (laughs) God known by different name. The Old Testament does not say
3: that. The Old Testament does not say this is just a different version of the same fundamental reality. No, the Old Testament...
1: Is Jamie Johnson gonna come back and uh, and save country music? Jamie Johnson and Chris Stapleton for fuck's sake!
0: Holding
1: me back. Yes, come on! at Menards. Save big money at Menards. Individuals and businesses with... 20 years, whether you choose
0: online or on campus, Davenport University. My husband my husband now well, yeah um,
1: you gave you just gave it away but go ahead <laughs> yeah. this so mojo the, party.
0: the guy came came into the party and
1: he nobody cares what any of this shit compelling very very compelling uh your 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 other son doesn't address
3: your son as a as a girl won't one, use one the girl's back. name
1: All subject to change. For everything your business needs... All right, that's it. There's nothing more to focus on. It all sucks. All right. Ah. So, uh, the guy who's in charge of the uh, condo associations, a pervert. What? Um... Actually, before I get to that, uh, nothing says Merry Christmas like uh, a bunch of immigrants showing up at your door. Texas Governor Abbott did it again. People come across the border and then he says, all right, good news. You uh, We've got a play. You're taking a bus ride. you are going to meet the vice president of the United States. This is probably one of my favorite trolls that has ever happened in the history of the world. Nah, it's terrible. But, I mean, these people, they, 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 they come into the United States. It's already all fucked up. Uh, anything that you give these people is going to be better than what they had. So they they take a bus ride from Texas to um, the vice president's house. What's it called? The Naval Observatory? Is that the residence? And they, uh, they open up the door, and then they get out, and they're actually on her front lawn. Now, fortunately, a local church group knew they were coming, packed them up, took him to the church uh the governor of texas is like yeah the reason why i'm doing this motherfuckers is because we need some order here and as soon as this proposition or title 42 or whatever fucking expires it's going to be even worse so you know can you please do something okay and uh, Bob says, well, didn't they make her the borders are? Yeah, that's true. It, it is her job to take care of this shit. Something does have to be done um, for the well. First of all, for the well-being of these people. And so the governor of Texas, he rolls over to the microphone. He says, this fucking bitch. Uh, you know, I mean, motherfucker, we got to do something with all these people that are streaming into the country. This is bullshit. Uh, we're supposed to, if they do come into the country, it's supposed to be taken out of the country, but nothing's happening because the board is, is our, hasn't done shit. So fuck this. I'm going to send busloads of them to her front door. My God, audio check, video check. Let's break this down. With breaking
3: news tonight at 11, as another group of migrants were dropped off late tonight at the Naval Observatory that is right near Vice President Kamala Harris's residence. They were bused in from Texas. Now, this comes amid freezing temperatures on Christmas Eve. Our Christian Flores was there and spoke with volunteers on what happens next for these migrants. Now this is the third of 3 buses filled with migrants coming up
1: from Texas that un- So does like Governor Abbott say to the driver all right you're going to take hit this on on your map uh, app and then when you stop open the door and say get the fuck out Loaded here over in DC over at the Naval
3: Observatory now we spoke with the Migrant Solidarity Mutual Aid Network they tell us that this is purely a political stunt from Texas Governor Greg Abbott
1: Organizers. I don't know. These people look like they're having a good time. I see a lot of smiles on their faces. Solidarity Mutual
3: Aid Network had learned about these buses coming up here in the days leading up to this weekend. Since April, governors and states bordering Mexico have sent more than 9,000 migrants to D.C. Tonight's buses stopped at the Naval Observatory near Vice President Kamala Harris's residence. Organizers helping these migrants say tonight was a political stunt by Texas Governor Greg Abbott.
0: It really does show the cruelty behind Governor Abbott um, and his insistence on continuing to bus people here without care about, you know, people arriving late at night on Christmas Eve when the weather is so cold. Cold. You know, people are getting off the buses. They don't have coats. They, they.
1: Okay. First of all, it's cold everywhere. Uh, second of all, the conditions down there at the border are much worse than what these people have had to endure.
3: You know, don't have clothes.
1: And the reason why they're like that is because the fucking idiot vice president hasn't done cock to come up with a plan to help these fucking people. These people on the buses are the lucky ones, so shut the fuck up.
3: Clothes for this kind of weather, and they're freezing. That bus is now gone. The Migrant Solidarity Mutual Aid Network took them to a church, an undisclosed location for the safety of the migrants. But over there, a number of volunteers got together and got together some warm food and clothes. See? To welcome these migrants to the United States. At the Naval Observatory, Christian Flores, 7 News.
1: All right. Yeah, I'm not, you know... I'm not going to say that Abbott is like, oh my God, he's going to... I can't commit to um, uh, saying he's a terrible person for doing that. I mean, you have to understand. It's fucking terrible there. There are so many people that are streaming in for fuck's sake, and she's not doing anything. Get off your fucking ass and go down there and take charge. You're the fucking boss. You got to... you. You're the running mate of the president of the United States. You have been made in charge. You are fully capable of doing something. Now get your ass down there and set up shop and do it. You know? And then, you know, if you're in charge and the boss, obviously you can make the fucking rules. So quit sitting around and doing nothing. Jesus. Anyway, those people got a nice bus ride. And now they're in a nice church facility. They're going to be fine. May seem like a cruel stunt, but trust me, those people on the bus are happier than the people coming into the country. All right. And essentially, you know, we do have rules here. You shouldn't be able to just come into the country. We can't allow mass influx of people for the security of the nation for everybody to just scream, uh, come streaming in, uh, uh, borders unchecked. If that's the case, why do we even fucking, uh, when we uh, leave the country and come back, why is there a guy with a pissed off face asking me what I was doing when I was leaving the country? Why do we even have that shit? Okay. Cause this is about security. You fucking idiots. Jesus. All right. Um was not did I jump ahead of myself? No, I didn't. Okay. On to the pervert who's running the condo association. Ooh, boy. This this is something. The president of the condo association. And I'll share it with you here. This guy. Uh, here's his mugshot. This picture with the red arrow is. Pointing at the camera that this guy set up in a Florida women's bathroom. And now this guy's in deep shit. And this is not the first time this has happened. Now, I don't know how you can do it the first time and then still be in charge of the condo association where you have access to other condos. You can get into other people's condos because that's what this guy was doing. He's like, oh, I'm so glad I'm in charge of the condo association. Then he wanders in with cameras into people's homes and uh, he's setting up toilet cam. He was arrested for the third time after deputies say he recorded at least four people in their homes. Robert Orr, Bobby Orr, served as the president of the Las Brisas Condominium Association in Flagler County. Installed a video camera inside a condo without the owner's permission. The camera was focused on the master bedroom. Investigators say they found the first camera on August 30th after a woman staying at the condo discovered a USB camera hidden inside a flower pot. Do we have the technology yet to set up a hidden camera or a microphone and then it transmits to like a cloud? I'm just asking, just wondering, asking for a friend. Since then, Bobby Orr has been arrested a total of three times. Most recently arrested on December 14th, charged with five counts of video voyeurism and four counts of unlawful use of a two-way communications device. So, And then they say investigator, investigators said they have identified at least four victims recorded as far back as 2018. They said all the victims were unknowingly being recorded by hidden cameras within the condo. So this goes all the way back to 2018. Why is this guy still giving keys to other people's condos? What the hell are you doing? Bobby Orr now faces a total of 12 counts of video voyeurism and 6 counts of unlawful use of a two-way communications device. He's posted a total of $90,000 in bail. We knew when we arrested this pervert, this was likely not the first time. Said Sheriff Rick Staley. Our major case unit has combed through a seized tech and worked hard to bring justice to the victims in this case. I encourage anyone else who thinks they may have been a victim to contact us. Jesus. I think he's going to lose his job as uh, running the uh, condo association. Kind of weird. Meanwhile, this happened over the holidays. This is the face of a woman who, well, something bad happened to her. See all this uh, 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 furrowed brow going on? She's experiencing a lot of stress. She's in trouble, and she's pissed off. She beat the shit out of her husband at the airport when they were getting ready to travel for Christmas. 55-year-old Paula Barber was at the airport in Charleston. Okay? And then somehow she saw pictures of her husband's mistress on his phone. Like, I don't know if she was looking over his shoulder or what. And so she immediately attacked the dude and started beating the shit out of him. She's been charged with one count of domestic violence for assaulting her husband. While the two were at the Charleston international airport on Wednesday, getting ready to start their big Christmas extravaganza. My God. WCSC. Boy, I don't know if you want to have your call letters. WCSC. W. Criminal Sexual Conduct. What? Reported that the Charleston County Aviation Authority responded to guest services for an active domestic situation just before 3 p.m. Wednesday. While we were preparing for the great food giveaway, uh, Mrs. Barber was beating the shit out of her husband. They had flown to South Carolina for a vacation, but she saw the indecent photos leading to an argument. According to an incident report, Mrs. Barber told cops she wanted to get away from her husband and fly back home. Oh, my God investigators said the woman's husband denied being assaulted you know first he's covering for it. he's like oh no you know kind of like you hear about victims will cover for the significant other to keep them from getting in trouble like for example let's say that in march of 2018 in uh, oh i don't know napierville chicago a young lady named ashley gets thrown to the ground by a fictitious dude named Joe. Okay. And then uh, Joe gets arrested in this fictitious scenario. Now, Ashley, in this fictitious scenario, loves Joe and is pregnant with his baby. She wants him to keep his job. She might make up a story and deny the abuse and then agree to not press charges. In order to get everything dropped. That happens all the time.
3: the Eric Zane Show podcast would like to remind you that this is a work of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of Eric Zane's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. So that's what this chick's husband was doing. Um, but surveillance video showed Mrs. Barber kicking him, throwing his cell phone and attempting to hit, hit him in the face. That's what you do. If you're slighted, if you're a chick jilted, slighted, you start throwing the tech. Hence the creation of happy flying laptop day. She threw the cell phone. Authorities said Barber eventually admitted to them about hitting her husband. She was then arrested and booked into the local jail. Oh, my God. So, basically, you freak out. Rightfully so. And and a lot of people would agree with that. I don't think, you know, you, anybody should be a, a hit or anything like that. But I can at least understand there should be some type of um, uh, clause in the law that say, okay, Mrs. So-and-so, you just hit Mr. So-and-so. Mrs. So-and-so, why did you do that? Well, I saw pictures of a chick that he's banging. Oh, okay, no problem. Carry on. In a lot of ways, I think that we should have that. Sometimes that's appropriate. Now, ultimately, all she has to do is say, yeah, uh, Your Honor, I just lost my mind. I was so upset. It'll probably be pled down. Which, by the way, did you see that guy from Michigan State, the dude who bashed everybody's head in with the helmet in the tunnel, one of those shitty Michigan State football players who started swinging his helmet? I think he pled to a lesser charge. What an asshole. Really, the high point of your year when uh, it is that incident. If the high point of your football season is when your players bashing Michigan guy over the head... With your helmet. It's probably like the worst year ever. But par for the course. Because Michigan State. Is a school for scumbags. And losers. Everybody knows that. And I'm not even a Michigan fan. But everybody knows that. All right. God bless TC Paintball. January 15th, we have another paintball event coming up, and I want to see you there. Reach out to me via email, eric at ericsangio.com, if you would like to attend. Now, book an event at TC Paintball. Workplace team building. Fun with the kids during this vacation. Bachelor parties. Whatever it may be, TC tcpaintballgr.com is their website. Thank you to my friends at Blue Frost IT, online at bluefrostit.com. If you have a small or medium-sized business in West Michigan, you may need new tech. When you do need new tech for your business, don't just go and start buying things randomly off Amazon. You got to sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation. Uh, All you're out is 30 minutes to find out what you need appropriately for your line of work, Alan's going to ask you some questions. He's going to figure out what you need, tell you what's up, help you make your purchase, help you set up your purchase when it arrives, and then he's going to become the managed IT service provider for your business. Blue Frost IT, 616 28550. Bennett Flooring Installation reminds you, that they are the lowest price for flooring installation in the entire area. 616-318-0167. Okay, go ahead, rip out the old flooring, and then call on Bennett Flooring Installation to put the new flooring down. Cheapest way to install it in the most professional way possible. 616-318-0167. Don't rely on yourself to put down the flooring because you know how it is you start in one spot and you think okay it's going great but then it's crooked and then the whole thing's jacked and then you're like oh fuck it looks like shit there's gaps all over the place your wife's sitting there staring at you tapping her foot she's like I told you to call Bennett Flooring Installation you idiot 616-318-0167 paternity test for Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys ordered by a judge oh oh now uh, this is Jerry with his wife here now Jerry is I think is in his 80s okay this is Jerry Jones Mrs. Jones all these people in the background tell Jerry how great he is. There was some chick. Who uh, is his says that you know Jerry Jones is my father, and is is uh, demanding to uh, find out and and like I, from what they claim, uh, Jerry had an affair when he was like in his fifties, and had a baby with the woman he was having the affair with, and I think if I remember right. Um uh, he paid her off and said, Hey, don't tell anybody. I'm gonna keep the money flowing until the child gets to be a certain age. You can't say shit about this and you can't sue me. And it's a it's a child that I do not I won't talk about or anything like that. Okay, so then the child grows up and it's this woman, she's twenty six years old, and she says, Yeah he's my dad. And so she has a claim to his, she's an heir to his, he's a billionaire. He owns the Dallas Cowboys. And so Jerry is there at the fucking football stadium and his whole family works for him. He's got a bunch of daughters and his wife. They all sit around doing billionaire things. And his 26 year old is like, well, um, okay, but I have a right to his, you know, legacy an heir to his, um, because I'm his daughter. And he's like, fuck you. I don't hate, You're not my daughter. Well, now a judge has issued an order for genetic testing just in time for Christmas. Now, part of me is like, okay, if you're Jerry Jones's wife and he has, let's just say for the sake of this discussion, he has told Mrs. Jones. I've never had an affair with anybody. And she's like, yeah, I I believe you. And then, you know, all of this. And then the judge says, we need genetic testing. Oh, fuck. Mm. This is like, this needs to be on Maury. Oh, Alexandra Davis is, um, it's a paternity case brought by Alexandra Davis who previously alleged in a separate lawsuit she was conceived from a relationship Jerry Jones had with her mom in the mid 1990s. Attorneys for Jerry did not immediately respond to requests but they said but said in court filings they attend to appeal the decision. If you're this 26-year-old chick it's like that's all right I got time. I'm 26 years old. One way or another, we're going to get to the bottom of this. One of Davis's lawyers, Andrew Bergman, confirmed the decision, but did not immediately offer any other comment. In March, Davis sued Jones. I remember talking about that on this show in Dallas County, asking a judge to void a legal agreement. She said her mother, Cynthia Davis, reached with Jones two years after she was born. The 1998 settlement allegedly said that Jones would support them financially as long as they didn't publicly say he was Alexandra's father, something the married owner of the Cowboys denied. Davis dropped that case in April, saying that she would instead seek to prove that Jones is her father. She filed the paternity case that month. On Thursday, Associate Judge T. Jones Avendroth wrote that after successful consideration, she would grant Davis's motion to have Jones undergo genetic testing. Jerry Jones has been married to his wife, Gina, since 1963. They have three kids, all work for the Cowboys. Davis's original lawsuit claims that Jones pursued her mother who was married at the time after they met while she was working for American airlines out of little rock, Arkansas. Their settlement called for Jones to pay Cynthia Davis, $375,000. And for the daughter to receive a certain monthly annual and special funding from a trust until she was 21 as well as lump sum payments until she turned 24, 26, and 28. Now, all that's going to come out. And I think that's going to affect how the public looks at this. Because if you're a billionaire and you have an affair and a woman gets, has a baby, we need to know... In addition to $375,000, which by the way, she settled for way too low. She should have made it. I mean, it's back in 1990 in the mid nineties, at least like $10 million, right? $375,000 is not an inexhaustible amount of money. So that's kind of a crock of shit. I can't believe she did that. I mean, you're ending your own marriage for this. Um, And I need to know the dollar amount of the certain monthly annual and special funding from a trust until she was 21. So that means a certain amount of money every year until the kid's 21 years old. And then three lump sum payments of 24, 26, and 28. I need to know how much money because if all that is totaled up and it's a good amount of cash, then this just kind of looks like a money. It looks like you spent all your money. But the other side of that is, if Jerry Jones has four kids, not three kids, is she deserving of his, you know, fortune when he he dies? Which, you know, if you have a will, you can keep people out of your will, but then she's going to sue for what she thinks should be hers. But when most people die... It goes to their significant other if they're still alive. So it would be Mrs. Jones gets the cash. This is fucking great is what I'm telling you. This is great and I love this. The fact that he has problems just as big as anybody else because of his dick. His dick led him to this. Your dick can lead you to something magnificent in choosing a significant other. But for some reason, too often, that dick then starts to think differently and starts to seek out something fresh, and it gets you in trouble so many times. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a shooting at the Mall of America. I actually have the footage here. From the uh, store where it happened. As Linda says, so glad my son is watching the podcast with me. That's true. It's a lesson to be learned for everybody. You got to, this is what you need to do. If, uh, and, and and this will help your son. If, as you work to the next phase of your life, and let's say, 15 years down the road, you're married, kids, great career, and then you meet someone else, and sparks fly. You need to say, hang on a second, I'll be right back. And then you rush off to the bathroom, and you beat your meat feverishly. And then when you jizz, your libido will be significantly dropped. And then you are now protected from the advances of that harpy who's trying to take you home and wreck your family. Or maybe you're getting then out of the way of your own bad decisions. So if faced with any struggles like that matters of the heart or lust of the flesh, go and viciously pound your pud. Now, Similar to like a promise that you make your family that you will not drink alcohol or you will abstain from sex. I want you to look at your mother right now and tell her that if you are ever faced with this, this uh, scenario, you will in fact viciously pound your pud to keep you from causing further harm. The last thing you ever want to do is tell me that you're watching the show with your son. What kind of fool are you? Nick describes it as post-nut clarity. You start to think straight after you nut. So Linda, I want you to encourage him to do that. This is all weird. Very strange. Uh, This is what it was like at the uh, Mall of America. Audio check, video check. Now, this guy that you're about to see, he looks like uh, he's with some lady and she wants to buy a purse. And then this happens. So,
3: babe, did you find the purse
1: that you want? Holy shit so baby did you find a purse that you want I
0: just fell. I hope
1: just fell. she's like i hope something what fell you you there's more gunfire i like this guy he's got the he's got the uh, airpods in he's like so baby you got the purse that you want? And this chick that looks like a young Janet Jackson, she's like, what the fuck? So,
3: babe,
1: did you find the purse that you want? Ooh. Ooh. Holy shit. One more time. On, on okay,
3: okay. So, babe, did you find the purse
1: that you want? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Uh, as I understand... um. There was like uh, some young people that had a feud going on. I don't know if it was necessarily gang activity, but yeah, man, nineteen-year-old kid shot dead during a brawl at the Mall of America. I guess uh, the the bunch of players on the New York Giants were there uh, shopping and. This, this all went down. Uh, there was only one uh, uh, person that was injured, and that was the deceased. And uh, so, like, a bunch of shots ring out. Like, five, six guys take off out of the mall. They're seen diving into a car, and they take off, okay? The cops did catch up, and arrests were made. Uh, Something that was even more strange, though, or as strange, was um, these idiots that did this. They showed up at the residence. The cops showed up at the residence to arrest them. And they had stopped no shit at White Castle to get a Crave case. Oh, my God. The people we arrested, this is according to the chief of police of St. Louis Park, the people we arrested here after the shooting appears that they felt it was necessary to get something to eat. So they went to White Castle and got a crave case. A visibly irritated Hodges said, was he irritated because they got the crave case or because they shot somebody? I mean, I actually can see that. Uh, I imagine that took a lot of energy out of them, and this could be stress eating. And let me just tell you that White Castle hamburgers are some of the greatest things I've ever had in my life. I could easily eat 20 of those. Shoot up the mall, kill a guy. Okay, things to do. Shoot up mall, kill guy. Scare the hell out of New York Giants. Run away. Pick up Crave Case. Security footage captured the group, run out of a nearby door, and pile into the vehicle. Uh, they, uh, Those arrested not from Bloomington, uh, but are from the Twin Cities area. They are flat out refusing to cooperate with authorities. Oh, no. Of course not. You do not. You don't talk to the police. I'm assuming these are black people, by the way. It's very racist. Hodges said, with some even declining to share their names. Hodges did not say whether any weapons were recovered. The medical examiner will reveal the victim's identity in the coming days. The shooting is the first firearms-related homicide in the Mall of America's history, Hodges said, it's the second murder in the Mall ever, this the first being a 1999 domestic-related stabbing. Uh, the chief reiterated his message Friday urging those involved to come forward and be forthcoming with information he also warned those uh, aiding the fugitives they could find themselves arrested and taken to jail as well now here's the thing this dude this uh, chief of police this guy right here he says if you come here and murder people in our mall you get one of these at Christmas he's got like props he was holding up an orange prison jumpsuit and a matching orange Santa hat. Five people got these today. He's being all cute. He's like a, he's like Gallagher. He's a prop comedian. He's holding up props. If you murder people, you get this orange jumpsuit and an orange Santa hat. He says, we're not playing that here. You're going to jail. We're going to make sure nobody else that helped these folks are going to jail, are going to go to jail too. We're going to make sure anybody else helped, they're going to jail. By the way, thank you to White, if you're White Castle, you could use that as part of your next PR. So good, uh, 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 murderers make time to get a Crave, murderers make time to get a Crave case. So good, <laughs> So good it's the first thing eaten after 10 out of 10 murderers will agree that a Crave case is what you need after committing a homicide at the Mall of America. My God. That is incredible. Why the fuck are there no white castles around here where I live? I am not kidding you. Florida man, 814, I think listens to both shows, says, you sound like Kelly Cheese. Does she feel that way too? I'm telling you, that woman is my spirit animal. We are on the same page. If it were not for the fact that she's on that show, we would be BFFs. I'm telling you. In the South. Oh, come on now. Florida man, 814 says, would you nail her? Of course not. Have you not listened to the show for a long time? I am not into young women. And besides, I've been happily married for more than 30 years. Not everything has to be about that. And she's just a handful of years older than my oldest child. So don't be stupid. That's ridiculous. I don't think that way anymore about anybody that's what happens when you get old. The fuck was I gonna say? Oh, if you go down south, um, they have crystals. Crystal is like White Castle. It's it's the same type of burger, and I don't know what it is about them. And it isn't like, um, because it's all bun and you have very little meat. And then the way these uh um, minced onions kind of saute and and incorporate with the meat it's intense such a delicious thing and I just I'm so annoyed that they don't have either a crystal or a white castle around here I think it'd be a big hit I wonder what's keeping them now typically you find white castles in inner cities it's because black people, No exquisite cuisine exquisite cuisine more than white people. And maybe because we don't have that big of a black population around here, it's all stupid white people where I live. In my opinion, we need more black people. Okay, so we can get a fucking white castle. All right. I need to wrap this show up. I gotta pee again. Look, I know I get a lot of grief about how many times I have to pee, but I need to explain something to you. Ever since the kidney donation, like I can stop drinking water at 6 p.m., 5 p.m., and then um, I have to get up twice in the night, midnight, 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., and then the second I get up, I have to go again. I don't know what's happening. But that's the one thing that is different. Everything else is fine, but that's the one thing that's different. And right now, I'm in great discomfort because I have to pee. Uh, I mentioned earlier, Bennett Flooring Installation, installing the flooring. The flooring that I want you to buy is from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Mention my name when you go there and save 10%. The prices are already lower than anyone in the entire state. And they get that way because they buy so much flooring and just set up a big pile of flooring in the discount outlet. Hey, I'll take 10 boxes. And then when it's gone, it's gone. Then they fill the space with more flooring. They buy so much flooring in the 53-foot trailers that they uh, have show up at the discount outlet that they get it for a lower price, lower than anyone in the state because they buy so much and they price it accordingly. So you'll save money no matter where you're coming from. It's worth it to make the trip to Johnson carpet, one discount outlet. And then when you mention my name, you add 10% to your discount. So whether you love me or hate me, get your flooring cheaper at Bennett, I'm sorry, at Johnson carpet, one discount outlet. And they have every type of flooring under the sun. They are on Chicago Drive right behind the Little Caesars in Granville, Michigan. Bosco's Pub. We couldn't go there on Thursday because the storm was starting. Sarah was all butthurt. We will reschedule. Go to Bosco's Pub for burgers and beers, part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. Thanks to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, today is the first day of the post-Bruce era. I cannot believe it. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I love the fact that when we were at Irvine's for the great food giveaway, uh, Kathy, one of the volunteers from the Grand Rapids Pit Bull Alliance, they were out handing out free pet food with us. Her car wouldn't start. I busted out the jumper cables, tried to jump the car. It wouldn't start. I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. I mean, I I hooked everything up the way you're supposed to. Eric from Irvine's comes out with some carry—I don't know what it was—some device. It's like you jumpstart cars with it. And uh, he goes, "Oh, AutoZone battery." And Megan goes, "Dad, Megan doesn't like it when Dad bashes others." Oh yeah, it's an AutoZone battery. It's garbage. Jumper. Says, okay, let me make sure it's charging. Yep, it's charging. All right, don't shut the motor off. Go get a new battery. Uh, Anyway, Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid NEV, 616-532-6600. Get your vehicles repaired there. Please mention my name. Free loaner cars. You can do early bird drop-off. You can do after-hours pickup. Your keys in the lockbox. They give you a code. Pay them over the phone. Uh, Everything can be done that way. Like I said, free loaner cars. I think I said that. If you, um, if you need one, they can do all that for you. Thank you to Irvines. Um, before we get to the asshole of the day, A&E, heating and cooling, thanks to Joe and his crew for helping out my son. He um, needed a new thermostat the other day. A&E, heating and cooling, 616-516-8579. If you need your furnace tuned up, and you should get it tuned up once a year, and you can still get that done, of course. Just schedule it. It's going to set you back $79. bucks. is key because it can tell you, um, you know, clean it out, and it's going to be running more efficiently. If you need a new furnace, he installs the Comfort Maker brand. Okay? He can get you financed if you need that type of uh, arrangement, if you can't pay cash. Uh, A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Last but not least, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Get money from your home. A refi might be just what you're looking for. Maybe you just need some cash to pay off some high-interest credit cards. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Your asshole of the day. Who is it going to be? Last week on Friday, it was Jamie Westenbarger. Oh, my God. Allegedly, a thief. Cannot believe that guy used to join me on the WBBL show. Yeah, it's time for uh, financial advice with Jamie Westenbarger from Forest Hills Financial. Oh God. No. All right. If you have any suggestions for asshole today? Leave them in the chat if you're enjoying the show live. Today is Christmas for your old pal Eric Zane. I think I know who the asshole of the day is going to be. It's going to take me a while to write this. The asshole of the day. We go back to 1978. It's Peter Goslin's mom and dad. Peter Goslin, who went out to shovel the snow, the 10 year old, and no one checked on him. And they found him uh, feet from the front door, buried in a snowdrift, dead. What the fuck? I do not understand that. I need to know more. We need to track down any of his remaining relatives. And say what were your mom and dad thinking, or what was your uh, what were uh, Peter's mom and dad thinking there? How did that even happen? Holy shit! Mitch adds, "White Castle has freezer burgers admire. Yeah, I've seen those. They're not bad. I will say that a White Castle—that's a good idea. I should get a hold of the Queen of the Forest, and maybe I can have her bring me some. No, no, I can't. I can't do that. I just started my diet. I cannot do that. Fuck that. Stay focused, Derek. There will be a time. It's just not today. Those aren't bad. They get, I mean, they're microwaved, so it's a little wonky. But even a microwaved White Castle hamburger is better than a steak dinner from the chop house, in my opinion. That, to me, is high-class living. I am a White Castle kind of guy, for fuck's sake. Okay, Patreon happens a little bit later on. You guys are the best. Thank you. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Talk to you on Patreon. Till then, have a good one. Bye-bye.